0: This morning's scripture passage is from the book of Romans, chapter 8, verses 12 through 17. Let us listen for a word from the Lord. So then, brothers and sisters, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received a spirit of adoption. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is that very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children than heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if, in fact, we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Pray with me. Oh, Holy God, Christ and spirit, we thank you for this day and the fact that you are with each one of us. I pray that you open our hearts and our minds to your word, to hear the things that you would have us to hear and to give us the ability to put those into practice. We ask all things in Jesus' name. Amen. Today, we recognize and celebrate our triune God. We worship one God, one God with three persons, God, our creator and parent, God, our redeemer, Jesus Christ, and God, the Holy Spirit, our comforter, advocate, and sustainer. All that is, all that we have, all that we are is from God. And because of God's love for us, God's love that is unending, always accepting, unconditional. Because God so loved the world, God gave God's only son. And it's through Jesus, God, he was called Emmanuel, which means God with us. Because of God's love and through Jesus, our sins are forgiven and we have eternal life. And because of God's love, when Jesus returned to heaven, God sent God's Holy Spirit. So that we would never be alone for the spirit goes with us to guide, to give us support to intercede, to advocate for us. What kind of love is that? It's a kind of love that we don't deserve. We cannot earn it, but we are so blessed to have it. Now, our passage today speaks of our triune God and the results and impact of God's love. Through this passage, we learn that those who are led by the Spirit of God become children of God. They become joint heirs with Christ. And we also learn what it means to be part of God's family. Now, Paul speaks in this passage of two ways of being or living. One is the Spirit of God, which leads to life and the gift of being a child of God. And he also calls it the spirit of adoption, for we are adopted into God's family. In essence, we're chosen. The opposite of this is the spirit of bondage. And the revised standard, new revised standard calls it the the, um, the, uh, spirit of slavery. But the spirit of, of, of bondage or slavery calls us back into that place of fear And this, this spirit is from uh, living in the flesh, being uh, tied to that, being bound to that. And it doesn't lead to life. So as humans, we struggle with this. There's a battle going on, perhaps, to not be drawn into that kind of spirit As believers, we're to be, we're to live according to God's will and we're to follow, follow God. And it's easy to say that, but it's not so easy to do it sometimes. Studies have shown that when we're driving a car, we will go the direction we will steer the car the direction that we look. And I, when I heard this, I thought, no, no. Of course, we're going we're to be driving. It. We're going to go straight. We're going to stay in our lane, and that's what we do. And so we focus on driving and staying in our lane. But what's interesting is that if you look to the right or to the left, some, some direction other than straight ahead the direction you're going, you will naturally, the natural tendency is to veer that direction and, and I thought, you know, I tried it. I, well, not really tried it, but I, 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 I really paid attention when I was driving one time. Or, and I thought, oh my gosh, I am. You know, somebody's walking along the side of the road. There's a bicycle. There's various things. Something's going on. And it distracts you. And you tend to go that way. And that, that, that movement might be very subtle. But it's also the possibility that it's going to be very dangerous, depending on what is happening in that situation. So it is the spirit that keeps us on the right path, that makes us go in the right direction. But how easy it is to focus on something in the world, how easy it is to focus on, on, on our lives um, and not follow God, And the change, when we start to focus on other things besides God, the change might be subtle. It might be discreet. We might not notice it, but that can also cause a big change in us, something that can be uh, disastrous or just very, 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 very negative. A few years ago, I heard a story. Um, It kind of talks about what we focus on in life. And the first time I heard it, it made me stop and think. And every time I read it and hear it, again, I stop and think. It, it made, gave me pause. Um, there are several versions of this story, and you may, um, you may have heard it. You may have already heard it. Sometimes the, this sometimes it's attributed to a Native American proverb or, 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 or story. So I'll, I'll just tell it in my own way. There was a grandparent. Who was sharing a story with their, with their grandchild about the positive and negative emotions within us? The grandparent described that there are two wolves that are fighting inside of each of us. One is bad and displays behaviors like hate and anger and jealousy and deceit and resentment. And the other one is good and displays behaviors like joy and love and kindness. Patience and and humility, empathy, and truth. And after thinking about it for a little bit, the child asks, well, which one wins? And the grandparent said, the one you feed. Now we may have had a similar experience with some internal battles. We may know what that feels like. So ask yourself, which wolf do I feed? Which one wins? And thinking of the spirit, ask yourself, which spirit do I follow? Where do I put my energy and my focus? Thank goodness we have God's Holy Spirit within us to guide and strengthen us, to help us to remain Focused on God. But when we do struggle, the Spirit is there to redirect us back to God, back to doing God's will. Now, I've heard it said, this saying said, remember who you are and whose you are. And that's where I got my title for this sermon, because I think it's significant. Now, I've used a similar phrase a few times when I've gone on a, a, on a youth trip, uh, when we're making some kind of an outing, and I have said things like, remember who you are and who you represent. Now, it's a similar phrase, but there are some subtle differences, perhaps. Remember, when you're saying remember who you represent, it reminds you that your actions have an impact and an influence on someone else, that you're not a per- all by yourself in this world, that what you do reflects on others. For instance, your faith community. But I think the, re- the phrase, remember whose you are, is particularly significant. And it reminds us that we are not alone, that we are connected to someone. And in this case, we're connected to God when we remember whose we are, we are reminded of God's love for us. And with that love, and with our, out of gratitude, we desire to do what God would have us to do. We belong to God. And in God, we have our belonging. Now in our world, and based on worldly values and expectations there are times where we may not feel like we are good enough or like we don't fit in we may strive and strive to be good enough for somebody to meet their expectation or because we don't feel like we fit in we may resolve to find our own way in the world not trusting others, not trusting the world, not expecting anybody to be there for us, to support us, to to accept us as we are. Now both of these paths can be problematic and, and, and can be actually not healthy for us. We're human beings and we're created to live in community. Relationships are important to us, and they're important to our well-being. Never was this more apparent than this past year, I would say. During this past year, we have experienced various levels of isolation. And it was necessary, but it was difficult. We needed to protect our health and the health of others, the health of the community, the health of the world. Those were things that we needed to do but one of the things I think that became apparent is how difficult it was on us emotionally as well especially for those people who are high risk uh, maybe those who are older perhaps living in a nursing home there were people that could not see family and friends and they saw a decline in their well-being we heard reports on that on the news We need each other, and we need to know that we belong, and we need to feel the connection that we have to other people. Now, as children of God, we are part of God's family, part of a community of faith that's filled with people who are unique as God created them to be, and who, like ourselves, desire to serve God. We're none of us perfect. None of us are perfect. But the good news is that we are forgiven. And God welcomes us with open arms. We don't have to prove ourselves worthy, nor could we prove ourselves worthy. But because of God's love, because of Jesus' sacrifice, we are welcome. We are God's children. God takes us as we are with all of our Flaws and humanity, and God sees the good in us. God sees in us the real us. You can't hide it from God, you can't fake it with God. And God sees in us what we often cannot see in ourselves, and God brings that to fruition. Now, I see this passage as one of hope, hope and promise. And while it does provide words of caution, I think above all it describes the unfathomable love of God. That God would give us a place in God's family, God would make us his children, heirs with Christ. Thanks be to the triune God in whom we live and move and have our being, who hears us when we cry. And leads us in the way we should go. To God be the glory.